T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back in on a Tuesday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler. Brian Williams, B-Dub Producing. We have the Royals this afternoon on Bet 1660 coming up at 2.05. Right. We're going to chat now with Brady Singer. Yeah, let's do that. The uh, the uh, guy I expect to pitch opening day for the uh, for the Kansas City Royals, Brady Singer. Brady, how are you, my man? You good? Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? Good. We're excited because we've heard so many stories about your wedding, and now we get to, to <laughs> kind of confirm all these to you. Oh, okay. Everybody had a good time, apparently. Yeah, I so, hope you so did. Brad Keller couldn't really remember what he ate because the tequila was too good, and then he cannonballed into the pool. So we need no, more no. information. Bobby Witt cannonballed into the pool. Oh, Bobby Witt cannonballed into the pool. Uh, Keller uh, couldn't I mean, remember. We did have some royals in a pool. We did. You there did. Was, there was a little bit of tequila for, for Brad, and uh, there, was a, there was a – there was some pool and uh, some royals in the pool at the end of the night. Which which royals were in the pool? Could you please <laughs> list their names and, and uh, you know what they were wearing? Yeah, Brad. Brad was definitely one of them. Um, it was it was a lot of my groomsmen jumped in there, and then just from the top rope, here comes Bobby over the hole. Everybody, I think he landed on my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody was hurt, yeah, was, were they? No, no, nobody got hurt. But uh, no, it was a it was an awesome time, and the and the pool just really really put it all together it was great was yours the wedding that was like wiped out because of the hurricane was that the one because keller went to like a wedding every weekend this off season he got all fuzzy was probably. yours the one yeah. that was like wiped out by the hurricane and you guys had to move venues at the last minute yeah first of all keller did go to a wedding every single weekend yes that, clear. that did happen but um yeah my uh my wedding was wiped out by the hurricane about a month before the before the wedding i went to bed knew a hurricane was coming and it was headed to Tampa and I'm like, all right, I can deal with, you know, if it goes towards my house and then I wake up and it took a right turn directly into my wedding venue and wiped out the whole entire town. Um, so we had to do a quick switch. Wow. So what was your, uh, what was your wife, uh, you know, obviously your fiance at the time, how was she during all of this? Because I mean, you're stoic, dude. Like we just watch you pitch. You're like, I got this. I'm fine. Plus whatever. we're guys and we're guys. So we don't really have right. much to say what, or do. Or, what was she like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew we, I knew we could get something figured out. I mean, there's a lot of wedding venues in Florida, and I figured something could happen. But no, she was she was definitely panicked. Um, she didn't know kind of what to do. But I, you know, me and my I had some other help from the from the outside. I called her sister, and you know, my agent tried to put some stuff together, and we found a really good wedding venue. She was actually saying, "Let's just take our families and you know go to a small wedding, you know, somewhere somewhere cool, and just forget about all of it." But she planned for a whole entire year, and I figured she worked too hard to go do that. So we made something happen. Awesome, good man. move. All right, good so did you did you enjoy your wedding? Seems everybody else did. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Oh, I loved it. It was unbelievable. Just to have everybody, you know, obviously in one place. You know, all your best friends growing up with, and all the best friends now, and obviously getting to marry Tori and and do all that. It was it was unbelievable. It's one of the, one of the best days of my life. So refresh, Keller. What kind of food was served? <laughs> oh, what did we? <laughs> Don't, I might be in that same boat, but I do remember a steak and a salmon and a and a potato of some sort. <laughs> also, Brad wanted to uh, to uh, get your stance on Georgia being better than Florida and everything. Okay, everything is just absolutely incorrect. They've had two good years in football, and I can accept that. And he talked about it more than he should. Um, but at some point, the Gators will be back in football. But every other sport, no. Mm, wow, he's not going to like the answer to that question. My final one about the wedding, what the, what kind of tequila was served? A buddy of mine gave me a bottle of something called Tears of Lorena for helping him get a job, and it, it is fantastic. I don't know. What did you guys have? Oh, boy, what did we have? Uh, 
that the hangar was coming say, back. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, now the headaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture the bottle. I want to say it was a Don Julio or something. Like Don no, Julio like 1942? That was that was thrown around, but uh, it was Casamigos. The, the Casamigos was not the bar, and then we had a we had a couple bottles of forty two around there. Yeah, that forty two stuff is legit as well. And Casamigos is a great. So you took care of your guests, is what I'm getting at. Way to go, Brady. Way Good to job. go. That's, All right. So I, I got at one point. My wife was holding the whole bottle of forty two poured in people's mouths. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way to do it, my yeah. man. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We can ask her about that one day. <laughs> I think we will. I absolutely think we will. So uh, you're pitching opening day, right? I got uh, I got a good feeling about that. You're ready to roll, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna comment on that, you know. Yeah, but uh, no, we're looking we're looking forward to it, and I'm you know looking forward to seeing those powder blues as well. Yeah, what do you think of the New Jerseys? I think they're unbelievable. I mean, I think we've been wanting those for for a long time, and you know to be. Have the pants as well. You know, we've had the jersey the past few years, but have the pants as well. It's gonna, it's gonna be really cool. I love throwback retro uniforms, so that looks cool. So, how much of an emphasis do guys place on on the uniform? Because we're trying to convince the Chiefs, it's time to do something different, right? Time to freshen that look up, whether it's a white helmet or a black helmet or just something different. How much do uniforms matter to guys today? Um, I don't think it totally matters. I think we just sit there and kind of talk about it more than anything. Um, but we do like some some cool uniforms so when we got the city connects and you know the baby blues we were super excited about that look good play good yeah man. exactly look good play good, feel good i got great odds on you to win the cy young award by the way too like 80 to 1 so go out there and help me earn some cash this year all right, <laughs> all right i will <laughs> how's the how's the uniform for uh team usa gonna look uh it's gonna look really cool i, I think i'd wear anything that says usa across my chest no matter what color it is but you know, I'm excited to put that one on for sure. I took a survey yesterday. I, I, I got my annual MLB, you know, radio subscription, and I got a survey emailed to me. It was all about the World Baseball Classic, like asking how much you know and all this kind of stuff. And I didn't know a lot of the answers to, to the World Baseball Classic because it's not publicized enough. This is a big event for you guys that are playing in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's massive. I mean, it's probably one of, the, one of the bigger events in, you know, in baseball. It's, you know, every... I don't know how many years they play it, four years or so, but I mean, it's definitely one of the, one of the biggest events we play in and, you know, obviously representing all, a lot of, you know, other fans. And... It does come at an odd time though. You're preparing for your season at the same time, but it seems like players are, are, are all cool with that. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely weird, but I mean, it's probably the best time they can do it. I can't think of another time that might work. Uh, you know, better. So we just had to ramp up a little bit earlier um, and get going. But I kind of, I like that, you know, as well. I like being, you know, fully prepared for, for a season. And so I had to, you know, start a little bit earlier. But I got to work on Got to work on some different things as well. Talking with Brady Singer here on 610 Sports Radio. And also, too, Brady, it, now everybody's, like, rejuvenated, fresh, ready to go. You do this thing in November. How many teams that were knocked out didn't get into the playoffs? You were already off a month. Now you're going to this thing. Like, this is the perfect time for it. Yeah, no, I think it's the, I think it's the great time. You know, we're deep enough into spring training where some guys got some outings, um, you know, hopefully. And, you know, by the time the games come around, you know, some starters should have one or two outings, and obviously it's on slides in there and, and all that. So everybody should be ready to go. You tell us about the new uh, coaching staff. Unbelievable. I mean, the information that we're getting um, just on the pitching side is is really, really good. I mean, it, the information that we have available um, is extremely helpful as well um, that we're able to read into. And then, you know, the, the way they're explaining it, um, you know, I feel like we have two different people um, with the same mindset or three different people with the same mindset. You have, you know, Bove, who, you know, kind of designs the pitches and knows about, you know, all the analytical um, stuff and, you know, along with Sweeney and his knowledge of, you know, being a, you know, a pitching coach in the big leagues and what he brings to the table from from Cleveland. I mean, they're clashing together and obviously Stetter as well. I mean, all three of these guys. And one thing that you can, that you can notice is you notice that they talk about baseball all day long and they talk about the pitchers and they talk about pitching all day long. You know, it's and they're bringing all that all that to us, and they do a really good job of communicating and explaining it to us. Did you guys, and you, I guess personally, can't speak for everybody else, but did you realize you needed this change as much as you did until you got to spring training in February and saw all about it? Did you realize that maybe last year, like, all right, we, we need to change this thing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we, you know, just needed to, 
kind of advance um, kind of what we were doing and not talking about about the previous coaching staff. I mean, I, I love those guys. They were my, you know, first people that brought me into the big leagues and taught me, you know, so much. And I have a great relationship with them. Um, but I think just the advancement of, you know, using the technology and understanding it as well was, you know, something that we need to make a jump for as well because, you know, a lot of these teams that are in the playoffs and have really good, you know, pitching departments and staff are using all this and more. Talking with Brady Singer here on, on 610 Sports Radio. And and you went down to the minors last year. Whatever you worked on using the plate or whatever, you know, baseball jargon you want to use there. I'm more concerned with, like, you being sent down and what that does from, like, your mindset, how much that motivated you to get back up to this big league level. We saw that with Moose a few years ago and some other guys. Like, did that really have a big impact on you going down there and going, screw this, I want to get back to the big leagues? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, I wasn't. I wasn't happy to do that, um, but to go down there and get built up and, you know, just kind of put my head down and, and get out of there as quick as I can, put together some good outings, uh, you know, get built up and uh, get my pitches back to where I wanted to and get back to the big leagues. I'm reading a text right now that says Brady has a great personality. He's gotten me excited for baseball again. And, and I think that's an important text because I, I think with the TV deal and everything that's gone on with baseball and, and, and whatnot, getting fans excited is important. Tell us why fans should be excited about this club. You're there. We're not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's an exciting club because one, I mean, I, I, I don't like talking about, you know, how young we are anymore, but you know, because I think we've got, enough guys to have experience in the big leagues. And I think it's time to, you know, move on from that and talk about winning. Um, and I think that we have a team that can win. I mean, I think we, we have the pieces um, that we can put together. And I think it's exciting. I think it's a dynamic team. You're going to see a lot of, you know, explosions from the hitting side and, you know, pitching guys take a, you know, a huge step forward, you know, with Zach back, it's going to bring a lot of excitement. And I, I think the new coaching staff is going to bring a, you know, a lot of help to, uh, to the pitching staff as well. So I think it's just the whole package of, you know, change and, you know, all the players that we're bringing back that have more experience, it's going to be huge. All right. So you got a pitch clock. I had my first experience with the pitch clock yesterday. I'm just going to take you through my life for a second. Usually I go at workout. Uh, it doesn't look like it, but I do. I go to the J I run on the treadmill. And for, for years I could get through about an inning and a half in my three mile run, my 30 minutes on the treadmill. Yesterday I watched an inning take four minutes and 30 seconds. I was like, Boy, this is great. I tuned into you guys at 3.09. An hour into the game, you're already in the fifth inning. I love the pitch clock from what I've seen on a limited basis. From a player's standpoint, your thoughts about it? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, I think it's going to I think it's gonna move the game. I think you're going to watch the guys that, um, you know, kind of take their time and slow down the game and, you know, kind of make the fans uninterested from the game away. Um, you're going to have some guys that are going to have to work quick and, you know, deliver the ball, you know, at the end of the day, the, you know, baseball, you have to deliver the ball to home plate. You can't back down and um, you have to go right at them. So, I mean, the thing's going to take away from, from all that. And I think it's going to help a lot of guys too, you know, maybe taking away from, you know, thinking too much or overthinking or something like that. And just, just going right at guys. I mean, that's obviously what you have to do and uh, deliver the pitch, but I'm um, not, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to help the fans out one. And I think it's going to, you know, help out us out too with you know the pace of play and uh just getting the ball and going an adjustment for you or no um no not too much i think the uh you know i think there's going to be situations where you know i'm gonna have to learn in spring training if we get into um you know me shaking uh shaking off or or something like that or you know and uh trying to hold a runner or something like that and you know maybe i've already used my two pickoffs there's just going to be you know a couple different scenarios that you're going to have to learn on on kind of what to do but um you know as far as me with um, you know, being quick, kind of, I don't have to worry about that. And and I love the fact that you guys, almost to a man from a player's perspective, are like, no, this is really good. Like, even the old guard guys are saying they like it. Zach say he likes it. Like, I haven't heard many people in the game go, I don't like this. It seems like everybody was ready for this and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it, I think it's helping the pitchers because you know, like I said, those guys that kind of stand around on the mound and and walk around and think about what they're trying to do. Um, you know, I feel like you can almost overthink. I mean, I think you're going to see 
Um, you know, a lot more, just get the ball and go. Um, quit thinking about it and just throw the ball where you want and, and just move on and on to the next pitch. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to be great, but I think you're going to find yourself into some situations where some guys get rushed and, you know, maybe frustrated, um, but it's part of the adjustment. Well, Brady, next time you come back to Kansas city, you'll be going through the new terminal that opened today. It's a big day here in Kansas city. I know it's a big day for you guys. The team USA is coming up and you know, it's baseball season, man. We're all excited. So go knock them dead for team USA. And we'll see you starting on opening day here at Kauffman stadium. Absolutely, guys. I appreciate the time. Thanks. You got it, my man. Take care. That's Brady Singer, Royal starting pitcher with us here on Great 610 Sports host, Radio. Apparently. I mean, that's the way you do it. When Casamigos is your well tequila, you're knocking it out of the ballpark, man. You're treating your guests I right. Mean, it just sounds like he they threw a party. B-Dub never invited us over to his pool of cannonball in, and he probably served, uh, you know, that the tobacco-flavored vodka. That I know they some hams. It is coming this summer. I, I got it cleared yeah. with the wife. Uh-huh. Some hams. There will be a special invite only of uh, 610 uh, personalities. Right. It'll so be on a Saturday from 2 to 2.45. Yeah, it'll be me, you, Josh. Like, like, like Caddy, Caddy Day, Day at the pool? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You guys much. got 45 minutes while my wife ran to the grocery store. <laughs> get out of the pool. Get over here, jump in, and get the hell out. Baby, I mean, so far, room. it's it's just me, you, and Josh. I haven't found it. Who else needs to be invited? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm kind of thinking, right? It's not necessary to... And the family, right? Uh, is this new information about Leslie Frazier? Yeah, yeah. the The Bills. Wow. Uh, I def- told you Buffalo was done. The Bills' defensive coordinator is taking a year off. Taking, I, I told you that thing was done yeah, up there. He's taking a year off, wow. not retiring. He's decided to take a year off from coaching, is how it's being phrased today. The Bills' defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, taking a year off from coaching in twenty twenty three, and plans to return to coaching in twenty twenty four. I'd like to take a year Likely off. somewhere else. Yeah, right. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles Barkley says, y'all are soft. Next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Even on a jet plane, don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go. There's so many times. Hey, I was just thinking, just off the cuff here. Do you think all the TV people are getting like pizza? Probably. This is a big night. Because they, yeah. they had to work so long yeah. on this airport. That's thing. right. Yeah. They had to set up a they desk. They got like a pizza and, party yeah, yeah, and everything? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, news people, election day and, and airport terminal day. Oh, I worked so hard. No, no you didn't. No. Election night. Yeah. One night a year. Used to be crazy here. Oh. Whack, but people came into the office. They would they would talk about how they how they worked long hours. Mm-hmm. And all the sports people look at them and go, yeah, that's a Tuesday. For right. us. What are you talking about? <laughs> And not a not a election Tuesday. No, just a Tuesday. Just a, just a random Tuesday. Just a random Tuesday. Yeah. The sporting event. Mm-hmm. Back off. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so continue to play uh, airport bingo. So the first flights have landed now. The first flights have taken off. We're underway. The news to stations have kind of moved on now, right? First bag. First bag. Oh, the first bag at the yeah. new terminal. Yeah. 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 Do we have the first like oversized? Try to get through. <laughs> try to get through. And they're like, that's not going to fit. Have we had the first Karen screaming at the ticket counter yeah. yet? You know that's happening today, right? Oh yeah, someone would be mad. Yeah, yeah. About something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was told this wasn't right. Yeah. No, you weren't told anything, ma'am. Please sit down. <laughs> There's nothing worse than the "I was told" person. Okay, because you yeah. just really hit a nerve with yeah. me right there. Well, I was told because we've all heard that yeah. person, right? I w- you weren't told anything, ma'am. Have a seat. Yeah. The flight's delayed. Well, we'll get you. You there. were told wrong. Yeah. That's usually my from the text line, the guy from Honey Baked Ham texts in. It says, if you need ham for the party, I'm the GM at Honey Baked Ham. And I responded, That's I great. said, do I have to have a party or can I just have this for my everyday ham? Right? I mean, my everyday ham is Honey Baked Ham. That's a good day. Right? Yeah. And he goes, I thought you guys said you were going to have a party with ham. LOL. Hams. Hams. Beer. Refreshing. The beer refreshing. Right. Sky blue I wouldn't say no to ham. I'm just saying I was thinking hams. hams. I mean, we could double hams. Like, what are you serving? Hams and ham. There we go. Yeah. If somebody's offering honey baked ham, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. stuff's amazing. Yeah. I'll have the new smoker in the in the backyard by then. And can you smoke the honey baked ham? Oh yes. Can you cut the honey baked ham in such a way where, like, it's like when you cut bread and stuff mozzarella cheese in it, and then melt the mozzarella cheese and you do that pull apart bread? Can you do that with ham? Sure, you could like slice the ham so and then shove it mozzarella cheese mm-hmm. and then garlic butter. Why don't you just over let the, the man operate his own grill. I'm just giving ideas here, man. I'm a fat kid He's confined in a medium sized body, Josh. Dub, Dub's, got be. Dub's got it. Dub's got it. So, is you know, you like that idea in a way, it's very intriguing. Charles got Barkley. The the goose sausage we've been looking for? No, Charles Barkley just spews the truth. Goose sausage is just a bitter old man. I don't well, think Charles is bitter. You think so? See, I think oh, Charles this is, is... This is quite a bit of back in my day. Uh, no, I think this is back in my day, but it should still be like this. And I don't think there's anybody other than LeBron. And I don't disagree. With right. I don't disagree That's with the him. Thing. Nobody, usually the back in my day guy were all like, go away. Hey, there Charles was, Barkley were like, no, back in my day needs to be here. I didn't disagree with everything Goose Gossage said, though. I mean... Well... <laughs> The way he you did it. slide hard to second base. I'm all good with that. Sure. Uh, but uh, but Charles Barkley dropping by uh, first take. And uh, he's got a little something for uh, for all these guys taking days off. And load management. Not on his watch. What, what happened is I think he kind of went overboard trying to take care of the players. He's like. But you guys don't want to do back-to-backs. We're going to kill most of the back-to-back. Now they get like a whole week for all-star games. So he's trying to do everything possible to get these guys rest. You know, Stephen A., I don't think fans get mad if you're making $30, $40, 50000000 million if you play basketball every night. But you can't make $30, $40, 50000000 million and then sit out games. I think it's disrespectful to the game. I think it's disrespectful to the fans. Because like I say, these fans are paying their hard-earned money. And like I say, especially, you know what's going to be crazy? In this next TV negotiating deal, we're going to have guys making $70, $80 million a year. Yeah. And they're going to be saying, wait a minute. You're going to make $70 million and you can't play basketball three or four days a week <laughs> with all the stuff. I mean, they fly private. They got the best medical stuff ever created. And I says, you can't disrespect the fans making $70, $80 million and say, you know what, I can't play basketball four days a week. I mean, listen, it ain't like we should work it in a steel mill, brother. I mean, if people work in a steel mill every day, I'm pretty sure they're tired too. Yeah. But they go to work every day. Uh, so, yeah, I think load management is a big deal. I think Adam is going to have to say, yo, man, I don't know. And listen, and I don't know the right or wrong answer, Stephen A. Yeah. Because I heard Steve Kerr said go down in games. Pretty 72. nice of him to take money out of all these players' pockets. Hey, listen, with some of these lesser players who don't make all that money, says, yeah, take uh, take 12 of my game checks. They're going to be like, no, mm. no, no. I want them 82 games back quickly. 
Can't play four days a week. I, I don't disagree with Get anything he said. Out there. Uh, he, he talks about all of us. Every single person in America is going to work five days a week, 52 weeks a year, 365 days a year, right? We'd all like to have load management. You know what, Josh? I'm off tomorrow. Load management. I'm yeah, not coming. Just three, three and, days a week. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to pay me for all those games, even yeah. when I don't play them, right? Yeah. And even if I don't show up, you're still going to pay me, you know, for that kind of stuff. Doesn't fly like that. And, and I, I don't blame. Look. I've recently had conversations with two different people about going to NBA games to see Steph Curry play, right? And both people that I've talked to, one our friend Colin in Pittsburgh, he took his kid to Cleveland to see Steph Curry and, and the Warriors play, and Steph took a load management game, didn't play. Disappointing? Yes, very much so. Uh, I got a friend of, of, of my daughter's whose brother's a Steph Curry fan. They were like, well, maybe we can go to Oklahoma City to see Steph Curry play. And then they're like, but do we take that chance that he's not going to play? And so this load management stuff is preventing fans from trying to go see some of their favorite players play on the road and play in person when you only may get one opportunity in your lifetime to go see these guys play. And if you want to grow the game and build the game, the NBA needs to wake up and realize the fans don't give a bleep about your load management. Get your ass out there and play. I mean, you make a lot of money. Charles Barkley is right about that. We're not asking you to work at a steel mine for 12 hours a day, five days a week. Brother. We're asking you to play a two-and-a-half-hour basketball game. Chuck's the best. He's, He's the best. so, so good. It's but, so true. Because but, it, but it is true. I mean, you've been in that situation before. Like, you'd like to go see a team play, yeah. and it may be on the road. And, and like, um, the Philadelphia 76ers are up right now playing. What if they were going to Oklahoma City, and you're a big Embiid fan because he went to KU for a hot minute. You go down there. He's got a load management game. He's not playing. Well, you'd feel just like KU. That's I mean. a good point. That's a bad example. <laughs> <fair> <laughs> point, yeah. yeah, there's a game. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't ready. Fair you point, see, he yeah. wasn't ready for play of the tournament, and right. then he was going to be ready the next week. So it'd be it'd be more of the same. Probably not a and, great and, example. And, and look, they've been. I, I was listening to Ben Maller this morning. They've been playing 82 games since the 60s. Okay, this this isn't something new that they added in like last year and they expanded the schedule. And, and look, I, I think also they should reduce the number of games in baseball and in the NBA, there's, there's too many games. So if we're going to this load management nonsense, which it is, it is nonsense. Suck it up. Then cut the number of games back, reduce the salaries of all the players. And let's play a 60 game schedule as opposed to an 82 game schedule. There's a game in April that we've been eyeing because Savannah's favorite player is Giannis Mm -hmm. Um, Memphis against uh, Milwaukee in Milwaukee. What are the chances that either one of those players play? Memphis against Milwaukee in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Gian- Giannis will play because it's he's, in Milwaukee. He's injured right oh, now he's with injured the wrist. Right now. Okay. Um, Don't go. John ja Morant, you know, another great talent, exciting. Yeah. Uh, setting the league on fire. I would think the league would like that game. So right, maybe it's your a seven. Are it's a seven good. o'clock game. You know what I mean? Like that's that's one where the maybe the league has a little more. Well, you, gotta, you guys got to play in this game, right? Well, the game that's the way it started, game. but now on TBS and TNT, you see more of the load management happen on those big games. You know, you'll see more of the stars, you know, sitting on the sideline. Well, so you know, I'm scared just, of pulling the trigger on I, that. I, I understand. And somebody on the text line said, especially when the price of an NBA ticket is more than any other. It's expensive to go to these games. And I understand they'll tell you, you're not paying to see one player. No, players are what attract kids yeah. to games, right, to teams. You, you weren't a, a fan, per se, of a team. Like, I was an NBA fan, but you love Michael Jordan, right? He got you excited about basketball. But I'm sure there are a lot of people out there, dare I say it, that are not Chiefs fans, but love Patrick Mahomes, and he brought them to the game. And if you said, I'm going, I'm going to a game in, in Denver, because I live in Denver, I'm going to go see, and Mahomes isn't playing? Yeah, you'd be ticked, right? Just because? Yeah. He needs to take a rest? He needs a rest? Yeah, it's it not the last game of the season. No, nah. doesn't stand very well. Yeah, it's it's just they've it, got they've gotten their way, and more power to them. They've negotiated it as well that it's it's okay to do, and I also don't fault them for that because we we say well we all wish we yeah we do we all wish we could right. do that we don't have the power to do right, that they right. do yeah and so I'm <laughs> I'm not really gonna be mad about the power that they have created for themselves with their league to say it's okay to do this. But the league has got to step in and say you're hurting the league by doing this. But it does stink for the fans. Yeah. It stinks for the fans. And you know what? That's all that should matter. I don't care about the players. I really don't. It's about the fans. And if you alienate fans and you don't treat fans the right way and you don't, you know, act like fans matter, someday you're going to wake up, there ain't going to be no fans. So you... 
you will work all five days for the fans, Bob? That's right. Okay. For Billy. I was just checking. And Tammy. I was checking. If, yeah, they, Billy, if, if, if there was an option at three days, you wouldn't take it? For the same money? Yeah. No, I'm here for the fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, wow. I'm working three Get days. The BS meter out I here. Mean, it is through the I roof. Mean, no, now. No, Chuck, no, I, but I also I also don't have six months off. Correct, correct. Correct. Right? I don't have an off season. America, workers, the world, we don't have off seasons. No. Nope, no. Nope. I mean, I, I always love it when you cover like football or baseball. They go, What are you doing for the off season? Same thing I did today. There is no off season, yeah. right? There's there's no off season. Yeah, I get that. Well, what do you do now that cheese season's over? Um, I go to my you normal work. job. Right. <laughs> like I don't know what what I don't know what you're asking. We we, we <laughs> six work. to ten a.m. Right. We're yeah. still doing it. I don't yeah. know. We're still still here yeah. every day. No, that yeah. chief season over. What do you got going on? Yeah. Normal life. I mean, what's the question? I yeah. love you guys and all. You gave me three days. I'm out. <laughs> um, Charles Barkley <laughs> on player too, yeah. player salaries. Because we're paying bombs today, Stephen Ann. You know yeah. it. We're yeah, paying, we're, hey, you got me hey, there. Listen, you got me there. Hey, and I yeah. don't want to offend anybody, but we're we're paying janitors. We're playing plumbers. We, we're just giving. We're just giving two or three hundred million dollars out like candy, man. I, I mean, got you. And, you know, and, and listen. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You get what you deserve, whatever they pay you. I just hope you appreciate that. Yep. You know what? I'm the luckiest dude in the world. I was born at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, it ha- it has nothing to do with the money anymore. We're paying cool. everybody in the NBA. That's it. I love it. We're paying everybody. Yeah. Plumbers, janitors, whatever. $30 million. Charles Barkley continues to speak out and should continue to speak. He's a powerful voice in the NBA, but nobody's going to listen to him. They're going to look at him as a grumpy old man, right? The players Players are are for sure. Players are for sure. Yeah, yeah, But the league needs to take real stock in this and go, this is killing your product right now. I have, look, I don't have any interest in the NBA. I'm not a basketball fan. But if I were a basketball fan, I want to see the Stars play. I don't want to watch the Chiefs play without Patrick Mahomes. I never like we talk about Ned all the time and how he said, I'm never resting Salvi at home. I'm not doing that to our fans. I don't want to go watch the Royals without Salvi playing. You roll out to the ballpark and Salvi's not in the lineup and Vinny's not in the lineup and Bobby's not in the lineup. You're like, this sucks. I wanted to see these guys. I want to see these guys play. What if you go to a Chargers-Chiefs game next year and both Herbert and Mahomes are out for load management? (laughs) What? No, I'm out. Well, then the Chiefs should have signed a backup veteran, backup quarterback. <laughs> I trust our backup with Andy Reid over anybody else's backup. So, but right? you still don't want to see that Heck guy no. play. Heck no. Who the hell wants to watch Henny play no. in that playoff game? Nobody. You want to see our so guy. I want to see the star. Chiefs have a two-game lead in the division. So, uh, yeah, load. so we're going to load management this yeah. one. And no, Dude, they're not doing take that. Take this one off real quick. Nope. Doesn't like the nope. mile high smell. And, and two, as an NBA player, I don't know what the lifespan is of an NBA career. I know football's like three and a half years. I mean, yeah, your stars are going to play longer. But how many of these guys get a cup of coffee, have a year, two years in the league, and then they're off to selling insurance or what, whatever the case may be? Like, even, even for the stars, for LeBron, it's going to be over. It's going to be over soon. And all these games that you sat at, you may look back and go, man, I wish I would have played a little bit more. Or maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. He's played a lot. LeBron's the one I don't mind because, man, he played a lot of games. He's got a lot (laughs) of wear and tear on that body. You want to take a breather? I'm cool with that. I mean, he did something to his foot the other night on that 28-point comeback against the Mavericks, which I sat down and enjoyed every bit of it. Um, And now he's gone for like the next week. Don't know what happened to his foot still. They haven't said, you know, whether or not he popped his Achilles or something, the ankle. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and sit down, LeBron. Like, like that one, I don't mind. That, he's no. hurt. That's no. fine. Like, uh, yeah. No, but, I mean, if you're going to load manage with him and like, yeah, he's played, you know how many games he's played? It's ridiculous. Uh, if Kyrie Irving or, or uh, I have no use Ben Simmons guy. come to me, him I'm either. like, yeah. nope. Or Anthony Davis, for get, that matter. Yeah, Anthony Davis. He can't stay on the damn court because he's hurt all the time. Get out there, please. Anthony Davis, he's still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still a thing. Still around. From the 515, NFL teams rest their guys at the end of the season all the time. Not all the time. If you rested all your guys at the end of the year, you would be able to might get team. one game off. Maybe. Maybe. And even that, and most like, don't. Man, most don't, no. You may get a player or two that doesn't play at the end of the year. That's it. That is it. Mm -hmm. 
Or you could do what one uh, NFL player has done and just retired. Yeah, just call it a and career. And now uh, it's gonna just—he's just selling Pokemon cards. Made more money doing that than he did playing in the league. And we're not making it up. Remember Blake Martinez? Never heard of him. I feel like he was a Nebraska linebacker for a hundred years, but I think he went to Wisconsin. I thought he was a Nebraska quarterback when I Either first way, saw this. Yeah. yeah, that guy Blake Martinez has been the Nebraska quarterback for three generations now. I feel like. So he, this guy was like cut by the Giants and then bounced around. I think played for the Raiders for a hot Fourth minute. Fourth round pick for the Packers. Yeah. Played the Packers, Giants, and Raiders. And then I guess in COVID, like started selling Pokemon cards and made like $5 million in two months. And it's like, screw this. <laughs> the man retired from the NFL to sell Pokemon cards. That is correct. Isn't that amazing? That cat's making more money selling trading cards yep. than he did playing in the NFL. He's like, my body doesn't hurt. I feel great. Every and I'm single, making... every single tell CNBC.com every single day when I wake up, my shoulder doesn't hurt. My back doesn't hurt anymore. When all that hurts are my fingers from opening like a thousand packs of cards per day. I think I'm going to keep doing this. This guy's turned it in, into a company. He's got like a staff of 10. Uh-huh. And he's made millions in like two months doing he this. He says he's made more than $5 million in revenue in the last seven months with Pokemon cards. Would you take that as opposed to playing in the NFL? You bet. Yeah. He eventually you wants bet. to expand into comic books and other collectibles and reach $25 million in annual sales. Good for him. And I'm sure he's going to be able to do it. Now, the moral of that story is you need a nice nest egg to be able to invest to get you to that spot. And he did from those, the NFL. Got to be able to buy those cards in yeah, the front end, right? Yeah. You got to be able to have that, you know, buy the inventory. Ripping packs. Yep. To the tune of $5 million in less than a year. Yeah. Good for him, man. That's awesome. That's a great way to go into retirement. See, COVID was good for something. Figured out this guy could go out there and play with trading cards and make more money than playing in the NFL. Smart, huh? Not a bad, not a bad idea. What a great gig. <laughs> hey, Josh, you can make $5 million in the next set. That's it. Just give me the $5 million in the next seven months. Hey, what? From again. Yeah. You're going to have to sell these Pokemon cards. All right. Sure. Sign me up. Got to get them all. No, you're you're here for the people. I'm not. He is. <laughs> he said he would be here all five days. You're mm. offering me five mil. Mm. I love both of y'all. I'll send you a deposit. Oh, yeah. You, you offer me five mil. I'll walk right now. Don't sound surprised. We, we, want, a little, we want a little tweak to college basketball. We'll get to that next. Let's go in the morning. If Charlie Weiss were a baseball player, where would he play? He'd definitely ride the bullpen car in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Lies. 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 Uh, the uh, the uh, the Packers uh, GM is speaking today. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. All the GMs are. Yeah. So uh, Brett Veach, Andy Reid today. Brett Veach scheduled to speak at 1215 Eastern Daylight Time. Mm. So Brian. Oh, still on standard time. Brian Gunke. Who? Gunkus. Kudich. Yeah, Kudich. I couldn't remember what uh, Billy Kudich. called him. Kudich. Brian Gunkus. Oh, that's going to be fun for the. Uh, Packers people to speak wants a resolution with the Rogers situation before free agency starts on March 15th. No. So that's two weeks. Yeah. Good okay. for him. Put your foot down. Rogers this, contract man. will be restructured. If he returns, Gunkus said, but here's the lie. He added, he's absolutely comfortable. If Jordan love is QB one yeah, to start that, the 2023 that's a season. Hot lie. That's a hot lie right there. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, I know you're trying to negotiate with Aaron Rodgers and whatnot in, yeah. in the public. Aaron Rodgers is seeing that go, well, they're lying. Yeah. They're not happy with Jordan Love. I mean, they put his mother in the upper deck. Yeah. When you put your parents in the upper deck, you don't believe in the player. You don't think Patrick Mahomes' parents ever sat up there. Herbert's parents probably never sat up there. Yeah. Allen's parents didn't. Aaron Rodgers has not told the Packers his plans. Gunkus hasn't spoken with him at length since the end of the season. Until we have those conversations, I think all options are on the table right now, is his quote. Mm -hmm. 
but absolutely comfortable with Jordan Love. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Lies. Yeah. What are you absolutely comfortable with? Well, Jordan Love. What? I'm absolutely comfortable with the fact that he might have to be our quarterback. Is that the wording? <laughs> no, no. Oh. No. That's, a, that's how I worded it. <laughs> I thought that's what he said. No, no, like, is no, that no, the no. quote? No, no. I'm absolutely comfortable that he might have to be our quarterback because yeah. we don't have another one. Well, he might have to be our quarterback for a month, and then the draft will come along, and we'll end up trading up to I get a quarterback. Don't. But, yeah. I'm absolutely comfortable with the fact that this could be our reality. No, that's not happening. I'm sorry. And then, of course, Leslie Frazier has taken the year off now from Buffalo. I told you that thing in Buffalo was going south. And this was before Leslie Frazier took the yeah, year the off. Yeah, the defensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, Leslie Frazier, taking a year off. Plans to return to coaching in 2024. Mm-hmm. I hope there's nothing wrong with him. You know, That's always the question. Is it health? Yeah, yeah is it health-related? Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. But, but then also... I didn't see anything definitive that said he's coming back to the Bills. He's just taking a year off of plans to coach again. Right. So there you have it, folks. Buffalo. Dunalo. <laughs> Making college basketball a little bit better, Bob. That's what we're here for. I'm here to help, Josh. Here I am help. here to help. All right. So this is, again, I, I feel like we have this conversation about this time every year, but... With the expansion on the horizon, it looks like, of the NCAA tournament, which, by the way, don't I, do it. I Please don't, don't, don't NCAA. We, nobody wants it, Nobody's asking for this, right? We we ask for a lot of expansion of playoffs. Like, give us playoff action. It, it, it's better. It's great. Right. The college basketball tournament's already great. It's great. It, it's perfect. It really is. It There's nothing you can do to make it better. To, it, I don't think you can make it greater. Right. I don't yeah, think you can. No, I think like it's, you I think added it's, the first four. Okay, that's fine. That worked. That's but not, that doesn't that hasn't made it greater. No, I mean, it gives us something to do on a Monday and Tuesday or whatever, but not greater. No, it's, no, uh, it's it's fine. It's tolerable. So, so I'm I'm watching the only college basketball I consumed this weekend was of course Bradley versus Drake, mm-hmm. and I got the last ten minutes of that game. Bradley was the only other school I looked at other than KU that I really seriously considered attending. And um, so I watched them win the Valley for the first time in 26 years. Ba- Bradley used to have a legit basketball program back in your day when Peoria, right? They, they were yeah, good, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, they were always pretty good at basketball, right? First time in 26 years they won the Valley regular season. Now, for all those years you're competing with Creighton and you're competing with Missouri State. And they've been in the tournament. Wichita State. They just hadn't won the league. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mistaken, they beat Kansas a few years ago. Correct. 20 or so years ago now. So... I watched them win that championship. Everybody's exciting. They storm the court. Fantastic atmosphere, right? But they still have to win the tournament this weekend in St. Louis to get into the NCAA tournament. Looking like a one-bid league. Which, for whatever reason, it always is, right? The Valley very rarely gets more than one or two teams in to the NCAA tournament. I'm going to pause for a second. Bingo! I just call bingo, can I? Yeah. Okay. We had memory, a memory of the old terminal. Yeah, favorite yeah. memories from the it was old Ned terminal. Carry, it was just Ned carrying the trophy across the tarmac. Right. After the, after the after World the, Series. After the World Series. Yeah. Favorite memories of old terminal. Favorite bingo. KCI old terminal memories. Bingo. Me, yesterday, the last day of it. Um, so if they don't win in St. Louis, they don't make it into the tournament. And I'm like, damn, man. Like, leagues like the Valley and some of these other – mid-majors, you know, they sometimes have a different regular season champion versus tournament champion. And you played that regular season gauntlet, which is a 20-game schedule now in the Valley, and it means nothing. It literally means nothing unless you continue that and then win a tournament, which is tough to win at any level, the following weekend, and that's how you get in. I think if you're a mid-major, like the Valley, let's just use them as an example. If you're the Valley regular season champ and the tournament champ is a different team than the regular season champ. I think both of those should get into the NCAA tournament and you take the final team in and bounce them out. You know how they always tell you the last four in Mm -hmm. 68, 67, 66, 65, those four 64, 63, 62. You just start to go like that. So if the Valley does have different champs, well, whoever was that 68, you're out. Yeah. You're out. 
Not steal a bid. Not steal a bid, but kind of get a little. I mean, a twenty-game regular season to win a championship's a lot in college basketball. Yeah, Josh, that's a big. Slate. That's a lot. That's a long league. Cause you're like, yeah, they played twenty. I mean, they played twenty-game schedule. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't realize that they did that in the valley. Right. That's, yeah. And and more often than that's not, a grind. You're probably going to see the same team win the the championship in the tournament as as wins the regular season. But sometimes you don't. And we all want to keep the sanctity of the regular season, right? We're, we're playing all of these games. And for the average college basketball fan like me, the regular season doesn't mean anything. It's useless. Just give me the tournament. But if you all of a sudden are now rewarding these teams for actually, I don't know, doing well in the regular season and they win the league, but they don't win the tournament and you put them into the tournament, then you kind of keep the sanctity of the regular season. Because if Bradley gets bounced on Saturday in St. Louis, it's over. They're done. They're like, oh, they got an automatic bid to the NIT for winning this. So what? That that's that is the biggest consolation prize that nobody wants in sports is going to the NIT. That's I, not that's not a reward. I also don't know why leagues can't determine this is what our automatic qualifier is. If they want to do the regular or the tournament, yeah. Like our they have to do our, the tournament to sell tickets, though. You yeah, know, for some of these true. leagues. But I would love to. They said our leagues deciding if we're only going to get if we only get one bid that year. It's the regular season. Then don't do the tournament. Then don't have a to have a postseason tournament. But then that's a moneymaker yeah, for the conferences. Yeah, so yeah. it and I understand and, that. And I'm hey, I'm fully in the. I don't necessarily need to see the uh, the uh, seventh place team, eighth place team in a major conference play in the tournament. Do you really think Texas okay. Tech has a chance to win a championship so this year? I'm in that camp, but also I could also make the case that, that team might be better than Bradley. You know maybe, what I mean? maybe, maybe, but. Bradley did any, something you on, didn't do. They won any, their league. On any given year. Do I want the best teams in the tournament? Yeah. So I could I can can play it either way, but also I don't think it would be the end of the world if you know the the second team in the valley knocks out the uh the ninth team in the Big Ten. Right. So be it. Like <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think we I could see. Tr- I think I could play that tournament and feel fine about it. We did see some seven and nine teams make it into the playoffs in the NFL. Wasn't Tampa eight and nine this year? And they won their league, so they got in. Yeah, true. And had a home game. They ended up playing a tournament. <laughs> but they got that's a tournament, technically. They always call it the tournament. True. The whole the tournament, thing's a tournament, right? I know. I know. They won their league, they got in. Also probably making the case why they're expanding. <laughs> Maybe, so, but they stay. So they stay away from those things. They keep the big conferences happy by having all the teams in. Uh, they they help the smaller conferences by giving them an extra opportunity. Look, the Valley for years had a mandate as well to beef up their schedule yeah. to try to avoid these things. But and nobody those, would play those and guys. In those years, and they had trouble scheduling people. They legitimately had trouble scheduling people because the Valley was aggressive. Like, we need to go out and play people so that our RPI at that time is up. And they actually had trouble getting big boys to play them. Yeah, because you know? there's no incentive like, for Kansas why, to play a Valley why team. Why should I schedule Bradley? They might beat me and right. why why would I why would I do that? So it, it's it's a difficult hill to to climb. On the, on the surface I'm with you. I don't have a problem. If somebody else wins the Valley and it's not Bradley, um Bradley should be in too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they should be. And, and again, who's the ninth team in the Big 10 this year? Rutgers? Do you really want to see Rutgers? No one ever. Maryland? No, you don't want to see those teams. Wake Forest, Purdue, like all these teams that are bottom feeders. Well, Purdue's the number one team in the country right now. Close to it. Yeah. Maybe. Some year or so. I do like this from the 785. Had the regular champ and the tournament champ have a playoff. That's a great idea. If the regular season and the tournament champ are different, play one more game. Oh, geez. That would be fun. And then the winner of that game goes. It's a play That's in. a great idea. It's a play in. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that idea, man. That would be cool. Uh, could you imagine that at the end of the of the championship game? All right, uh, Loyola won the Valley. All right, Bradley, get out here. You're playing against Loyola now or tomorrow or whatever the case may be. I love that idea. That is fantastic. Well done. Well done from the 785. I'm excited about that idea. Like, that's really good. Yeah. All right, two different champs. Let's play one more game on Sunday. Yes, be on it go. Of course they will. For an automatic entry game, absolutely would. Uh, speaking of fun things, uh, you like the fun, I guess the uh, the 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 fun Top Golf League that's coming. Is <laughs> essentially what it, what it is, right? They, yeah. they actually broke ground on this arena now. Doesn't that look cool? For, yeah, it looks awesome. For the uh, basically the Tiger Defense of Live Golf, I guess yeah. would be 
It's right. called the TGL. The Tiger and Rory combination. They came forth with some ideas to try to keep the PGA players there, to try to create some new events for the PGA Tour right. to make it uh, different, whatever. But the TGL has broken ground on its new arena, mic'd up, live crowds, Monday nights. Two and, hours. And yeah, in two hours. Right. Which is kind of fun. Did you see who the investors are of this thing? Oh, it's good, good names. Steph, Lou Hamilton, Alex Morgan, Andy Murray, Ninja, Chris Paul, Otani, Romo, Timberlake. Just Ninja, he got money. <laughs> yeah, Serena. <laughs> I mean, it, you, you, you talk about money, people. Yeah, I'm saying Ninja's got more money than Chris Paul. Right. No offense, Chris no, no, Paul. No, but but <laughs> I mean, Josh, it's yeah. everybody who's yeah. got like I, I cash. Assume, I assume Mahomes has got a <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't seen LeBron's name pop up in this Holmes one. Holmes got to have a piece of this, doesn't he? <laughs> Six teams of three. They will play 15 regular season matches on Monday night, followed by a semifinal and a final. I like it. I do too, Different. and it's going to be fun. fun. And it it's going to be basically like if you're a fan and you go to the event in the arena for the first time ever, the golf fan has an opportunity to be present on every single hole for every single shot. And you get to see it all right in front of you. And it's going to be a great made for TV. Fans will be thing. allowed to be close to the action. Maybe the more arena like. Yeah. Golf, maybe more waste management. Waste management. Yes. Like yep. noise. Yep. And that Rider type of thing. Cup, yes. A little more fun. Right. Every minute Let's of action down. is going to be right in front of the fan. I think it's such a great idea that when this is on TV, I'll watch some of this. Oh. And betting. And so betting. They've also tied yep. that into. I'm going to forget the uh, the betting part. And betting. Uh, this is just in from the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons have released Marcus Mariota. No yeah. way. Yeah. 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 You know, he responded, I released you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the man that walked out in the middle of the season, they let go. That yeah. just doesn't yeah. make Isn't much sense. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? He left them, and then they... Looked around and uh, uh, even Zach Granke likes the pitch clock. We'll get to that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.